Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Keep It Quirky podcast. It's nice to be back with all of you. It's been a hot second, hasn't it? Uh, Hello, if you're new, my name's Katie Quinn. I am happy to be here with you. This podcast is all about creativity, creative entrepreneurs, uh, people who are following their dreams with their chosen line of work, um, how they make it happen, some of the struggles and challenges, and how they overcome it. So it's been a little while since I have recorded. And as you can see, uh, this is the 70-somethingth episode. I've done quite a few of these over the years, but this past year, however, um, I really prioritized video creation. So really concentrating on um, the video journalism side of what I do. And that includes my YouTube channel. Of course, my book, Cheese, Wine, and Bread came out and I pivoted a lot of energy into getting the word out about that. And that has been amazing. And um, and the podcast took a back seat, but I didn't close the door completely. <laughs> and the reason I didn't was because I knew that I would be having conversations at some point in the future worth sharing. And that is what brings us together today, I had a chat with the wonderful Jessica Weiss. Jessica is an incredible, incredible yoga teacher. I know because I have taken classes with her for many years, and we talk about how she dealt with uh, maternity as a creative freelancer as a a yoga teacher with her own brand, her own business. And this, of course, is near and dear to my heart right now, as I am, I'm in my ninth month of pregnancy as I am speaking, um, 37 weeks. So I have just a few weeks left. Uh, We'll see when when our our little girl decides to make her grand appearance. I loved talking to Jess, not just about the motherhood side of it, although that, of course, too, but I hope that everyone can get something out of this. Everyone who usually listens to this podcast, who's interested in people paving their own paths um, and really, you know, doing what it takes to dedicate their lives to something that they're passionate about and just totally, you know, ticks all of those boxes. I loved talking with her. And um, you know what? For old time's sake, I just realized, you know, I haven't uh, played the intro that I normally play. So let's roll that. um, And then we'll hop right into this conversation with the lovely Jessica Weiss of Wild Heart Yoga. Welcome back to the Keep It Quirky podcast. I'm your host, Katie Quinn, and this is the pod where I talk with fellow creatives and entrepreneurs about food, travel, and the discipline and drive to create. Passion begets passion. So come on with me and let's do this. This is Jessica Weiss, and she's amazing. Um, Jess, I've told you this before. I'll say it again because we're recording this that other people will watch, but um, you're my favorite yoga teacher ever. And I've taken a lot of yoga classes and you were the yoga teacher um, that was also at my favorite yoga studio, Brooklyn Yoga Project, back when I lived in Brooklyn. And so that's how we know each other. And I was so thrilled that you started this prenatal yoga course. 
um, that is progressive week by week as you go through your pregnancy, you're doing these classes that um, I have so enjoyed doing. And, um, and it's just so wonderful to know that I'm doing something that's healthy for me, healthy for the baby and safe for my body. Like I don't have to take a regular yoga class and worry about adjustments. Exactly. So how did the idea, how did the idea come about to do this prenatal yoga course? I struggled to find prenatal classes that felt challenging enough and, um, specific enough to how I felt during that specific phase of my pregnancy, you know, and also being someone who takes, who practices a lot and who's, you know, been practicing yoga for, oh gosh, over a decade now. Um, a lot of prenatal classes just didn't feel strengthening. And I needed, I needed to still feel strong and and connected to my body. I didn't just want to lay in a restorative heart opener and visualize, um, my baby. Like I, I (laughs) that is great. That's a great thing to do. There's a place for that too. Sure. (laughs) And a lot in every prenatal class that you drop in on or whatever are, um, they're all level, which is great, but they're also all trimester. Um, and what you can do at week 14 is extremely different from what you can do at week 34. So I, I struggled to find things that also that were interesting enough. A lot of prenatal stuff is it's the same old stuff, no matter where you take it. And it's all very like some people like prenatal yoga center is awesome. They go into a lot of anatomy about your pelvis and what's the best way to open it. And, you know, pelvic floor work. Actually, I was the opposite. I needed to learn how to release my pelvic floor. You talk about that in one of, in, in one of the classes is like, we're always, we're always told to strengthen the pelvic floor, but guess what? Some of us, um, I probably should count myself in this just assume like I'm I'm assuming most type A people need to work on like, <laughs> like loosening the pelvic floor. But yeah, no, that was really interesting because you always hear one thing, but like guess what? Your body might want something else. Yeah. I mean, it's true. The majority of people do need to strengthen their pelvic floors. But if you have been an athlete your whole life, you know, I was Ah. a professional dancer before then. I have been taught to pull in and up, in and up, in and up. Oh, right. Okay. So it has actually less to do with um, a type A personality thing and more to do with what you've done with your body historically in your life. Okay. Absolutely. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, okay. I want to, I want to get back to like more yoga specific stuff, but we'll get back around to that. But I'm wondering just like leading up to you having Eddie, um, did you, did you have like a professional game plan in mind? Did you know, like, this is what I want to accomplish by the time this baby comes. And then like, this is, this is the X, Y, Z. These are the steps I'm going to take, um, in the three months after I give birth. Um, in terms of yoga, right. you yes, exactly. Okay. In, in your career, your, your brand, you know, like everything that, that you do. 
I, uh, my goal was just to finish the prenatal yoga series, to have a complete series to offer other, um, pregnant people, um, so that they, they could, you know, do classes that were strengthening and centering and, um, and restorative all, you know, and worked on specific, the specifics of that week or whatever you were feeling. I just wanted to finish it. That was my game plan. And I did, which I was really happy. Yeah. Uh, And it's, and I'm taking it and it's awesome. And I'm glad that you did finish it. So so I'll rewind a little bit then. How did you come up with this idea? And when you came up with the idea to do the prenatal course, was a part of the thinking, okay, this is something that I can have out there um, and basically in a way earn passive money while I'm taking this time with me and my baby. That's exactly right. So I came to the idea of doing this because I needed these classes myself and I was doing them myself. And then I decided I'm going to record them. I'm going to create a series. I'm going to give this. You found that there was a void, right? There's nothing else really that I found out there like that. Me neither. And I, um, sorry, mom brain. Sometimes it just stops working in the middle of a Well, while you get back on track, let me quick tangent to just say that's something actually I love about your classes too, is like, it's so real. (laughs) You never at any point am like, I'm like, you know, it's just, you see sometimes things that are like, that's so unrealistic. That's so edited. It's too perfect. Your classes are like, it's just real. And which I find um, to be a huge comfort actually. And, and, you know, makes me more comfortable in my own skin anyway. Um, So so have, do you remember, do you remember, um, what you were going to say before mommy brain kicked in? Go ahead. Yes. So the passive income, that was exactly right. Because I knew that I being a yoga teacher and post birth, like I didn't know how my body was going to feel. And I knew that I would definitely need to take some time off of, um, of a physical, a big asana practice, um, which, you know, I can still, and I wanted to be there with my newborn, you know, I didn't want to have to worry about privates because I, you know, teach a lot of privates online. Um, so I was like, okay, well, how do I, this would be a great way to just have this series and yeah, exactly. It's passive income. It's, you know, people, it's always relevant. People are always going to get pregnant. <laughs> right. People love yoga. <laughs> um, and so Yeah, that was exactly right. I knew that I was going to be able to, you know, and it's affordable though, you know, it's not, it's not a ton of income that I'm getting, um, but it's something and it's very helpful. Yeah. And, and it's, the work is already done, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm still, you know, obviously getting that passive income, you know, people are, are finding it and it's, and they love it. And that's, that's, it makes me so happy that also, I was able to be pregnant the same week you are taking that class. So I'm feeling all the feelings, even though every pregnancy obviously is different because every person is different, but, um, but yeah, I'm feeling the similar roundness, heaviness or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Do what, what advice do you have for other 
moms to be other women in, in your, and I'll throw myself into in our kind of similar sphere of a creative entrepreneur or a freelancer in a kind of a more creative space. Um, what advice do you have for others like you who are making this transition into motherhood? Um, well, number one, listen to your doctor. If they tell you to take eight weeks off, no physical anything, if you're doing something physical, listen. Okay. I had to take eight weeks off, which was huge for me. After, after the birth. Yeah. After the birth. Um, but or I guess another, another way of saying this question is like, is there anything that you mind sharing that you've kind of s- struggled with that you've then found a way to, to cope with, or has it, have you, or is it really like, have you just tapped into your yogi side and like <laughs> your and just like kind of gone, gone with the flow? It has been a struggle to balance work and mommyhood. And I don't work full time, right? I work when the hours work for me, which means I'm working when Eddie is napping, which means that I don't get to rest. And that is something that I really need to to figure out how to get back into my life. I had a nice meditation, restorative practice routine for a while that, um, that I miss deeply. Hmm. I also don't get to take baths anymore. (laughs) And if there's anything, it's like, and I know that people say it all the time, you know, that you need to take care of yourself in order to best take care of your baby or babies. Um, and that, that, and I always was like, Oh, I'm going to do that. I know how to take care of myself, but you know, but man, is it hard to find the Mm. time to do that because you're trying to prioritize, you know, cleaning the house. Okay. And uh, doing the laundry and I've got to make dinner and, you know, the thing is an amazing partner who tells me to go lay down. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is but, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't always listen, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's I'm the other so, side of it. I'm such a do- doer, but I do, I do burn out, you know, mm-hmm. and I never really did that after I stopped dancing. I, I haven't had like a burnout period, but I, I did, <laughs> um, and continue to, um, that's been honestly and having having a support system of people around like so so blessed to be near family currently eddie is at my parents house because i had three classes to teach this morning and uh you know that's really helpful yeah 
Well, thank, I mean, thank you for sharing that because I feel like it's, it's just helpful again, to know the real experience of other people and other people who like, I imagine myself to be in a really similar situation, Jess, where I'm like, oh, well I could shoot this recipe video this afternoon while the baby's napping. Um, you know, I, I can do that. I, I'm good at juggling and like I can, I can do that. And, you know, just having that awareness that there might need to be a little bit of give and take. Um, yeah, it's, it's helpful. So thank you for, thank you for sharing. And I think it's different if you, you know, put your kid in daycare, you know, or if you have like a, a full-time job or it requires certain hours, you know, but if you're freelancing, which is what you're talking about, right then you're probably not going to put your kid in free in daycare all the time just because you're, well, I mean, you're flexible. Our schedules are flexible flexible and you probably want to be around your baby Mm -hmm. and, and there's a pandemic still. So, you know, I'm not doing much with him. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's got a tiny immune system that I need to protect. And, um, and I, I also was like, oh my God, I can juggle all these things. But to tell you the truth, I, I've got a bunch of like five minute videos that I need to record and I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. That I, sounds like I'm, me with creating a TikTok or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I can't, I can't do it. Instead, you know, I've got to go take care of the chickens and I've got to, you know, go to the grocery store and I've got to pick up my, my son and I've got to, you know, and then you're with them and he's going through a phase where he doesn't want to be put down. So not sure how, you know, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a struggle to try to find the rest. So you end up doing it when they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Which then makes you stay up a little later because you're like, well, finally I'm on the couch. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. What? That sounds great. <laughs> yes. And then before you know it, you're like, what am I doing? I need to go to bed, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then it sort of starts all over again. So that's, well, that's tough. I mean, it must feel good. I'm putting myself in your shoes. It must feel good to know that with your work, you are giving others that time and that space. Because honestly, I mean, I could easily go a whole day and, you know, just, just work, you know, at the computer, behind the camera, whatever, in front of the camera. And, and then it's gone and then it's dinner time and then it's bedtime. <laughs> and, and when your yoga classes are on my kind of to-do list, I put like, they're on there, they get checked off, but really, yes, it's a thing on my to-do list, but really it's just carving out space for myself. And I feel that practicing doing that now before the baby's here hopefully my, my hope anyway, will help pave the way to continue that practice and that routine of, okay, I need to carve out this hour, this hour and a half for me. Absolutely. I mean, I'm so grateful that that's what I can offer other people. And 
you know, I had big plans of offering mommy and me classes post, you know, baby. And, but I also realized that like yoga and babies don't really go together. Because <laughs> you know, it's your you time and yeah. it's super cute and it's super fun. But like, I mean, it's, you don't really get into your breath. You're too preoccupied with being like, what do you, what does this tiny person need? Yeah. You know? Of course. And, and I, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to be able to, to carve out that time again. And I, I should prioritize the same way I prioritize uh, when a request for a, for a class or a private or something or a set schedule or whatever. And I have like, okay, this person's coming over to take care of him, whatever. I should do that for myself as well. So that that's something that I could try to offer. I don't know. Maybe people would try to do as well. Like you prioritize time for you, carve it out in the same way as you would like, okay, I've got this client for an hour. Right. How about I extended another hour who is ever watching Eddie or your baby or whatever so that I could have some time for me. Yeah. That's a good I idea. Love, I love that. <laughs> this is why it's good to talk, right? To talk with other with other women about this stuff. Um, I I love that. Well, and I, you know, I'm glad you brought up the thing of like overcommitting because that's something that's been on my mind too. So just yeah, a thing for us all to think about. Like, let's try not to overcommit ourselves in a way that we can't reel back if it's just not if it's just not doable. Um, what is your favorite? pregnant lady yoga move oh oh probably when i figured out how to come into a prone on your belly position with a giant pregnant belly which was on a bolster it's like sphinx um on a bolster I love this. We get a demo. Yes. Oh, I mean, of course. Right. (laughs) And I changed into like real person jeans. I don't know why I did that, but (laughs) you look really cute. I like those jeans. But anyway, you can imagine if I was pregnant, there's space. Yeah. But because like, you know, I really missed being on my stomach Hmm. when I was pregnant. And so when I was like hanging out in this sort of shape in a sphinx pose with a pregnant belly, I was like, this is, this is the jam. Yeah. Like all day. I freaking loved it. Also any hip openers because they feel one delicious and two, they help your back and all the things. And there was one that I figured out that was sort of like a, a, a double pigeon, right? With stacking your shins, you can't go anywhere when you're pregnant, right? You're sort of, it's just, you're like, oh, okay, here I am. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> it's a little, um, it can be a little dangerous when you're, because you get extra flexy, right? What the closer you are to delivery date, you get extra flexible. Yeah. So, Coming into a super like open shape like this can be a little bit just taxing on your joints and your, you know, muscles in general. So I found this thing where you 
basically kind of get the same situation, but you got one leg on the floor and one leg on your little bolster. And then this, as you can probably see, creates enough space for a belly, right? Instead of being here, yeah. no space, space, that you could actually fold forward and get into the side butt. Which yes. I always want to get into the side butt. <laughs> you know, blocks in front, whatever, you know? Yeah. So those, probably those two were my favorites. I love that. I love that. Uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing. And also, um, you have a, uh, like totally free video on your website about yoga, um, in pregnancy and kind of things to think about. It's kind of like a precursor to the prenatal series, but, um, anyone who's curious about kind of the basic do's and don'ts with yoga and pregnancy, you go over all that and um, the reasons behind it too. So anyone who's interested in kind of that primer, um, is, is it pronounced primer or primer? I've heard it both ways, I feel. I like primer. Okay, let's go primer. Um, that primer is available um, on wild-heart.com, right? It's just that simple wild-heart-yoga.com dash yoga thank you dash yoga wild-heart-yoga.com yes <laughs> thank you so much for talking with me for sharing uh your amazingness your knowledge your experiences um with all of us is there anything else that you that like i would be remiss if i didn't talk about or bring up Um, there's every, there's so much, there's, there's always so much. I was thinking about this earlier when we were chatting, how, like when we were talking about burnout, like, you know, you take, you take the time off, obviously, you know, with your newborn and to heal your body. And then it's like, you know, the moment you get the okay, as a freelancer, you're like, all right, I got to get back in there. Rush, rush, rush. Like get my clients back on. Uh And I felt that big time. And I did, I jumped, I jumped in and it was, it was too much. Hmm. Like, so I think that it's hard obviously, because you're like, well, I have to make an income and I have to stay relevant. And, you know, you might lose clients if you're not working with them consistently. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, it's funny as someone who's like just always learning the same lesson again and again, <laughs> and again to be like, uh, take your time. <laughs> There's no need to rush people will be there when you need them to be there. You can do the work when you can do the work. It's getting easier and getting easier the older he's getting. And this is a really incredible time, especially like, I mean, their first year of life, the development of a child is out. It's mind blowing how fast it is, how, how incredible it is, you know? So, and how, you know, fascinated and in love with this tiny person you are. And so, yeah, I'm just to try not to rush. That's why I teach very slow classes. Yeah. I'm 
talking to myself, basically. I, <laughs> well, if you know you need to hear it, then you know others need to hear it too. That's, that's, there's so much truth to that. Thank you so much, Jess. And thank you all of you for listening. It's so nice to be back in your ears. I hope that you've enjoyed having my voice back, tickling your eardrums. If you want to check out Jess's yoga classes, you should go to wild-heart-yoga.com. Those are dashes, not slashes. She has live stream classes, on-demand videos, a ton of stuff in addition to her maternity series. It's fantastic. Highly, highly recommend. And you can follow her on Instagram at Jess Weiss Yoga. That's J-E-S-S-W-E-I-S-S-Y-O-G-A. Jess, thanks so much again. And everyone, thank you for listening. And thanks to my brother, Brian Quinn, for the funky theme song. As always, don't forget to keep it quirky. Ciao a tutti. Ciao.